Hello, loyal listeners. Uh, Brent here. Um, I'm the the guy who also puts together the show every two weeks. Uh, so a funny thing happened after we recorded this episode. Um, it, this episode mainly concerns Doctor Who, so uh, warning, spoilers. Um, but uh, along with that, uh, we discussed the future Doctor of Doctor Who and who it would be. Uh, two days after we recorded this episode, the BBC decided they were going to announce that they were going to announce um, who the new Doctor was going to be a couple days after that. So um, as I'm putting this together now, uh, we have a new Doctor. The The Doctor is a woman. So um, yeah, we, we kind of uh, missed out by like a couple days. So if you're uh, listening to this and wondering, well, why aren't they talking about the new Doctor, blah, 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 because we, we recorded this like a week ago. Um, that's our standard recording procedure. So um, take some of our uh, comments with a grain of salt. And now that we know kind of a little bit what's going on, uh, maybe we'll see how right we are in a, a couple of months. Anyways, uh, on with the show. Set your phases to sexy. Why do you go dressed as Harley and the Joker? It's Tuesday nights at this place. Yeah. It was the Saints and Sinners Ball at Inflation Nightclub in London. Yeah, well, that's sort of... No, Australia. Yeah. London is not in Australia. <laughs> I'm no. glad we got your geography straight. So, ladies and gentlemen... Hey, Ryan, you won something. Did I? Yeah. What did you win? I won the Lego Millennium Falcon set from Minifigs. Seriously? Mm. Yeah, oh, that's congratulations. Awesome. That's a good way to start a podcast. Oh, yeah. With like, my... It's the full-size Falcon, too. <coughs> like, that's like, what, 400 bucks? 300? So just oh, like yeah. Ned and Peter in Spider-Man Homecoming, when are we coming over to build your Millennium Falcon? I got to yeah. get it first. But I, you guys are all welcome to come and we're going to play Legos. <coughs> I want to play with Legos. Really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I, entered in... did, I guess we're, you'll find out how you'll get it because that might be a little big to mail <laughs> they just got and now text. everybody is so texting Ed just him. texted me you'll have to give aj a shout out so He's let's a, uh let's do so, that right and then, now and then he wants my he wants to know if he can have his um, you know, aj from what what are they called mini figs um yeah thanks for uh letting uh our buddy win well, I, I earned uh, it. You earned it. You, he did, the, it, that guy it doesn't a, even know he, the, the, we're mentioning. What was the, the contest? The contest was to take your favorite minifig and photograph it, uh, photograph it and then Photoshop it. So his example was um, the uh, the gray Hulkbuster Iron Man mm. was one of his favorites. And he Photoshopped it into the scene from the first Iron Man movie when he's in the original armor coming out of the cave. Mm-hmm. So he oh, took yeah. the old armor out, put the photo that he took in. So I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. I so, didn't see your entry. What did you do? Oh, I just put it into the... My entry was uh, um, the T-Rex that I bought at the Butter Tart Festival. Yeah. That's my, yeah. my latest favorite minifig. So I took it and a Batman... Uh, and I gave Batman a lightsaber, a red lightsaber. And I found the scene from Jurassic Park where Dr. Grant 
is moving the flare back and forth. Oh, in front of the T-Rex. In front of the T-Rex yeah. to get it away from the, the Jeep with the kids. So I took that that still from the movie, uh, lined up my T-Rex and my Batman, got my camera out, took a really cool picture with the, like, enough blur for distortion, you know, uh-huh. for distance and everything, uh, put it into Photoshop, uh, edited out the other T-Rex, put my T-Rex in, then put some rain over top of my T-Rex to make it look like it was in the rain, like because it was a rainy scene. It's a lot of work. Took out you Dr. Grant, to yeah, but it put worked. Batman in, and yeah. Yeah, that you was, did you earn it. There yeah, the, there was a little tiny version. You should. Ryan will uh, throw it up on our it on Facebook page. Yeah, you should put it on our point. Facebook page. Um, speaking of which, it's Turn Art Nerds! Yay! Yay! <laughs> so uh, this is uh, just you know regular episode. We're gonna we're gonna go through the news and at the uh, towards the the middle end half of the episode, we're going to talk about uh, the latest season of Doctor Who because it's just wrapped up. So. You, you've probably got some time to, to listen before you have to shut it off if you don't want spoilers. But uh, we're going to talk spoilers in Doctor Who. So, we, at first we thought, oh, there's not a lot of news this week. And then we actually compiled it, and there's a good chunk of news. Um, I'll do some show news first. Uh, we've got, uh, hopefully, two interviews lined up for... Our first two interviews for the show lined up. Ooh, really? Um, uh, which, That's news to me. Uh, Exciting. The, uh, the, you told me before you got here. Oh. Yeah. Um, Kyle Stevens, a.k.a. Kirby Crackle, has uh, tentatively agreed to uh, talk with me at Fan Expo this year. Oh, he's coming up to Fan Expo? Yep, he's coming up there. He's going to be performing as part of Nerd Music Night. Oh, nice. So it's him, uh, the Cybertronic Spree, I think. Oh. And um, What night are they doing that? Is it Friday night the, or Saturday? It's on the Friday or the Saturday. Of course. It's the, you know, the... Well, I'll, I'll take a look. Maybe we can figure out some way of getting down there and getting back because I, I haven't seen Cybertronic Spree No, yet. but I, I really oh, want to. I, yeah. For our non-Canadian listeners, you may have seen videos of them because they are the band that performs music from Transformers the movie, like the animated movie, dressed up as Transformers. Yeah, and Transformers from that movie. It's yeah. like the lead singer dresses as Hot Rod. Uh, there's a girl as RC. Rumbles the drummer. Yeah. Oh, it's, there's a Unicron in there's there. A uni- I think Unicron's no, it's, the bass it, Yes, there's a Unicron. There's also, is there a Quintesson too? Yeah, they, they, I think some of them kind of swap around a little bit. Like, yeah. and I'm not sure if it's the same for the whole show or not. But, um, yeah, so it's them and it's Kirby Crackle, who I, I've seen Kyle a couple times now. And uh, I don't know if he's bringing the whole band with him. It's u- usually when it comes to Canada, it's just him due to cost and travel reasons and stuff like that. But he still puts on a really good show. And he does our theme song. So, you know, there's that. Um uh, <laughs> The um, the other thing uh, I've got lined up, which ties in with a little bit of our first news, is um, this week the uh, Joe Schuster Award nominations were uh, put out onto the internet, and I've got an interview lined up at some point. We're just trying to figure out times and stuff with uh, the the guy who runs the Schusters. Um, oh crap! What's his name? Kevin. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. Kevin, what's his last name? Boyd. Kevin Boyd. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I was I wasn't paying attention. Sorry, I was looking at my it phone. Was like I can even Otherwise... see him in my and he's the guy who is who's the he's the Kevin guy Buck. who you're going to be working for at Fan Expo. You know yeah, you know I way know. too many Kevins. Kevin, I know a lot of Kevins. Like, though. As you're staring at Kevin across the table. Yeah. Oh. I know it's not that Kevin. It's the other Kevin. You know, the but Kevins. uh yep, yeah, so 
Um, at some point, I'm going to be talking to him. Uh, the the Schusters celebrate the best in Canadian comic creators, both web mm-hmm. and print, and French and English. Um, things to note. Ooh, excuse me. Um, the one of the web comic web comics creators that got uh, nominated, Nicole uh, Chartrand. Was that Chartrand? Chartrand. Uh, for Feywinds, which uh, uh, Jen uh, picked as uh, her pick a couple weeks ago. Yay! So she's been nominated along with um, uh, Giselle Lagasse and David Lumsum uh, for Pixie Tricks Comics. I've uh, I've gotten to meet uh, Giselle twice now. Very nice lady. Unfortunately, if her name sounds familiar, she was the one that was turned away at the border. Oh, right. She was uh, C2E2, wasn't she? Yeah. So, but hopefully this might help bring up her uh, sales a little bit more and help cover some of those losses. And uh, Ty Templeton for his Buntoons webcomic. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, no, we had a webcomic. Yeah, it's I've a, always it was, liked Ty Templeton. Yeah, his, his wit is very, it's very much him in the form of our Cartoon Rabbit. Perfect. Um, writers, uh, some of the usual suspects. Uh, Jeff Lemire has obviously been nominated. For his uh, new graphic novel, right? Uh, well, I think for writers, they just go with... like Body of work for the year? Body of work for the year, because Jeff Lemire's got... Uh, it lists here Black Hammer, Descender, Plutona, All-New Hawkeye, All-New X-Men, Moon Knight, Old Man Logan, Extraordinary X-Men... Bloodshot Reborn, Bloodshot USA, 4001 AD, Bloodshot. So, wow. Yeah, he did a lot this year. Um, re- same with Ryan North, who... Uh, what what series does Ryan North write, Jen? Squirrel Girl! Squirrel Girl! <laughs> For a minute there, I didn't think you actually knew. I'm like, well, Brent, you have the list in front of you. But he also he also wrote Jugheads nine through eleven for Archie and uh, at least one issue of Howard the Duck this year too. Um, Brian Lee O'Malley, best known for Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim and Seconds, he's up there for Snot Girl, which is out of Image. Oh, I didn't know um, he had a book. And uh, Chip Sardesky for Jugheads four through eight, Civil War two, Choosing Sides five, Howard the Duck three through eleven, and the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl six. Oh, I guess they swapped writers. On those two issues. Remember, there was the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, How- Howard the Duck crossover? Oh, yeah, they so did. So I guess the writers actually they swapped They did swap. Spots. Because um, if I remember correctly, it was Chip, Jar- Chip Zardesky who wrote it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you know how in the bottom of Squirrel Girl, they had those fun little comments the, from the like writer? The, yeah, the kind of footnote things. Yeah, the footnotes. Yeah. So in the, the um, Howard the Duck one that... Ryan North wrote Chip Zardesky did the bottom ones, and then in the Chip Zardesky one, Ryan North wrote the bottom comment. Comics. Um, yeah, it was very cute. Cover artist, you got Nick Bradshaw, who's done, oh, he's done so much stuff. Um, Michael Cho, who is, <laughs> you should see the amount of text that's in front of me right now for uh, Michael Cho and uh, Mike Del Mundo. Just, <laughs> apparently, neither one of those guys Bless sleep. You. Thank um, you. I will just say now, I'm biased. Mike Delmondo should win because <laughs> Mike Delmondo is an awesome guy <laughs> and a very talented artist. So I would assume they're all very talented artists. Yes. Well, yeah. But Mike Delmondo is great. He, I haven't talked to him about it. Because he's Brent's friend. Yeah, uh. sort of. Um, uh, Giselle Lagasse shows up here again. Uh, Yannick Paquette. Pac- and Nathan Fairburn, my French accent is terrible. Uh, Roman, yes, yes Roman it is. K. Perez, uh, Margarita Sauvage, 
and uh, Francois Milvu Deschamps. De, de Do you want me to pronounce them? Uh, no, it's okay. So, and then it's you get into the artist, and it. this is where things got kind of interesting this year. Is it was a lot more uh, French artists than have been in past years, hmm. uh, like doing French books. Uh, Isabella Arsenault, uh, Jean Paul Eid, E I D. Yeah, sounds right. Um, David Finch, who I'm sure we're that all familiar sound with. No. Stuart Eamon, Giselle Lagasse, uh, again shows up here. Oh. So she, I, I hope she wins something. She's nominated in a lot of categories, and she's really good. Um, uh, Yannick Paquette is once again nominated here. Jeff Lemire and Fiona Staples for uh, Saga. Which... Uh, I love Fiona Sta- Staples. Yes. Ones. Oh, I also forgot to mention in the writer category, one of the interesting choices is Gord Downey, who oh, uh, Americans won't, will be like, who's that? But he's the lead singer of Tragically Hip. and is that- he. For the book he co-wrote with Lemire? Well, I guess he wrote it because it's only got him listed as it. It doesn't have that listed under Lemire's credit. So did Lemire draw it? Lemire, yeah, Lemire drew, drew it. it. Yeah, but I um and I imagine well, Lemire I think... probably helped him sort it out for comics. Right. Because Lord knows Downey hasn't written one. Does before. the comic actually because when you buy it, it comes with the disc. Yes. Now, does the comic actually have any words in it, or is it one of those here, put the, it's music that goes with the book. No, it's got, and the music tells the song. It's got the page when Tinkerbell reads. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, you know what the story's about? Because that would be the most depressing one of those ever made. <laughs> it's about, uh, it's a, based on the true story of uh, a kid running away from a... Uh, a native kid that was taken from his reserve. From a residential oh, school, or, and yeah. he ends up freezing to death. Hmm. Yeah, so that Spoilers, would be the most jeez. Oh, Tinkerbell. <laughs> well, and and, if, and with if that, you, he died. If you believe what Peter Pan could be about, that would be when Tinkerbell shows up. <laughs> um, Don't they give an award for best comic shop, too? Yeah, that is. Um, that is Big uh, B. No, they are not nominated this uh, year. The Harry Kramer Award, um, named after Harry Kramer. The original owner of Now and Then Books. Oh, that was a great store. Which is, the I think it was basically one of the first comic shops in Canada. It was one it? of the first comic shops in the world. And it was in uh, Kitchener on King uh, Queen Street. Not King Street, Queen Street. And I used to go there when I went to University of Waterloo. And it was one of those stores that was floor-to-ceiling, packed with back issues. And yeah. it was am- amazing. And uh, that's where... Um, Cerebus came out of that store. Um, like originally, yeah. yeah. Um, so th- one of these stores I've actually been to. Um, so Cyber City Comics in North York has been nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, good store. Uh, I can't say really anything bad about it other than they could use more room. But mm-hmm. in Toronto, that's really hard yeah. to, to come by, as we're finding out. Like it, right now, it sounds like One Million Comics is done because they can't find a place to, to put their store where oh, they can afford. really? And that, like that's the story too. I've heard. Like, they, they got forced out of their building because it's going to be a condo. Just what Toronto needs. More condos. Everything is going to be a condo. Your condo. Your condo. Your condo. Pretty much. They'd moved from that place. Oh. Yeah, they're, they were further up. And then um, they were going to, uh, they had a location pegged out up by uh, Young and St. Clair, and it fell through. Oh, that's and, too bad. and it sounds like they're. It's just it's not working out for them because the, rent is so expensive. Yep. 
And like that's like Cyber City's been in that location forever, yeah. and it's maybe it's north enough that they can kind of keep it cheap. Like yeah. until that, the thing I see being a worry to them is I could see if things keep going the way they are, that whole plaza being bought and turned into a condo. Yeah. Because it's in, like, a... That plaza was built in the 70s. It's concrete. It's, you know, it yeah. takes up a, get enough was, of a footprint that you to that put store a building. Too. You have to go up some stairs? To yep. Yeah, okay, I have been to that store. Yeah. Um, also is uh, drawn quarterly from Montreal, Golden Age Collectibles in Vancouver, Le Imaginaire in uh, Laurier, Quebec, and Time Masters in St. John's. Which Newfoundland? Yep. Which, uh, like, maybe we should, uh, you know, do a tour of some of these stores. Um, and finally, I'll just go briefly the Dragon Award for kids comics. Mm. We have uh, another French book, Alex A's Les, Les Experience de Mini Jean Tome One. Oh my! My goodness. wife is just going insane here. <laughs> Uh, Fanny Britt. Ryan's coming to help and you. Ryan Isabel Arsenault for Louis Palmy Le Spectre. Scott Chandler for Three Thieves, Volume Seven, Iron Hand, and uh, Scott's also a pretty good good guy, so good on him. Uh, Faith Aaron Hicks for Nameless City, Volume One. Eric Orchard for Barra the One Headed Troll. I don't know what that book is, but now I want to know. The one-headed troll. Uh, Guillaume uh, Perrault for... Le Factel de l'Espace. And uh, Jay Torres, who is coming to Barry Comic-Con. Woohoo! Uh, September the 23rd. With Sean K. Dove, Brobots, Volume 1. Brobots. Yeah, that's a good name. I haven't read the book, but... Uh, um, to be announced is the the Hall of Fame entries. That's going to be announced later on. And but they give the shooters out at Fan Expo. No, they have they. It's kind of rotating. Uh -huh. It's um, I think last year was at Four City. Um, I don't know if that's the case this year. It's something I'm going to bring up when I talk to Kevin. With <laughs> it's and uh, but uh, it's nice that like. I don't want to, because we're just coming off our all-Canadian episode, I don't like the Tudor horn too much, but it's nice to have, like, an award show for us, and, because yeah. our our comic scene is really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yep. it, it's... There's a lot of talent. It's better than it has been in, in my mind, in probably a decade. Yeah. Mike, you got Mike Del Mundo, Nick Bradshaw, Michael Walsh. Uh, Adam Gorham, like these, these guys are all working on major books for major publishers, mm -hmm. and Marco Rudy's in there too. It's you know, it, it's I like the fact that these guys are getting recognized because I know how hard some of them are have been working. Right. So. Yeah, and it's not like they're just working. It's it's, it's good art it's and really it's good, good stories. I got I like part of the reason I I, I root for Mike is uh, I did Mike's very first comic book panel like he had never <laughs> done a panel before it was him and a guy named tyler kirkham who uh, uh does a lot of stuff for dc right now a lot of covers he was doing deathstroke for a while and he really hadn't done a panel before because at that point mike was basically just doing covers for marvel yeah he, he hadn't got he was getting some interior work like a little bit of x-men stuff but not a lot and now like he's on an avengers book with mark wade Mm. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's really nice to see that, that work pay off for the dude. Cause I know it like, and he's got two kids and he works hard. So 
So we'll move from that to uh, we'll we'll round out back to Squirrel Girl a little bit. Woo-hoo! We got some new Warriors cast announcements and a little bit of a synopsis of the the show out this week. It's going to be on Freeform, which is a Disney Channel that used to be something else. I it think was ABC Spark. Family. ABC Family. And, okay. Yeah, and then it became Spark. So uh, that's the same one that's going to have Cloak, Cloak and Dagger. Dagger. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if they'll cross them over. Uh, I oh, don't know. That would be interesting. The, this is sounding really comedic oriented because yeah. of the new warriors they picked. Like, it sounds silly. Yes, it's now, going to be a little bit goofy. Will it be one hour or half hour? Uh, I'm Probably not sure if say. they said yet. Uh, it's going to be ten episodes. First four in the live action. So, um, I assume. Um, I think so the channel's still called ABC Spark up here. Uh, maybe I, I, I don't have cable. I would. I, <laughs> I think it is right here. now. Yeah. Um, so, this to me, the the character lineup sounds like they're kind of mashing Great Lakes Avengers in with New Warriors, mm-hmm. and like that last iteration of New Warriors, where it was a little goofy and where it was kind of bordering on a reality right. TV show. And Squirrel Girl is the main character. From Squirrel what Girl is the main character, um, who is played Yay! by Milana. Ventrub? Uh, Vintrub? Yeah, I've never heard of any of those. She's Russian. Um, uh, you also get uh, Derek Feller, who is uh, who's in Baby Daddy, apparently. Uh, he is uh, Mr. Mortal, who's from Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah. Jeremy Tardy, who is a Night Thrasher, who's a new warrior. Yeah. Callum Worthy, who is Speedball, because you can't have new warriors without Speedball. Without speedball. Uh, quite frankly, if he hadn't been in there, he would have been dumb. Um, Matthew Moy from Two Broke Girls as Microbe. And I, I like him as an actor. Like, at least in Two Broke Girls, he was funny. And he was the little, you know, the the guy that owned the restaurant. Oh, him? Their boss. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So and he's like older than the restaurant. Yeah. And Kate uh, Comer Com- as a debris. Now... Microbe and Debris are both are also both comedic characters in their descriptions. Yeah. Microbe can talk to germs, germs, and know where you've been and stuff. And uh, Debris got uh, psychokinetic powers, but they're very, very limited. Yeah, but like she could make this can move, but she couldn't move this ta- whole table. Yeah, like she can do very small things. That which leads me. She to hasn't looking. leveled up enough. No, no <laughs> not yet. Now that can all change, but I, I'm I'm assuming they're going comedic with. with it this. sounds like it to me. But I'm just excited one, to see Squirrel Girl once again. Diverse cast. So yeah, that's uh, it's that's kind of nice. Who would have thought you'd see a live action Squirrel Girl? Yeah, on yeah that's really and the actress who's part. playing her is pretty cute. And I'm really hoping it doesn't suck. But she's cute, but she's not like model gorgeous. No, no, you know she's, what I mean. Like she's like but girl she looks like yes. what she should be. Yeah, yes. that's what squirrel girl should be. Yeah, I. She should look like a cute little squirrel. Yeah, only a girl. Only a girl. When I saw the photos, I'm like, wow, she looks super familiar. Why do I recognize her? Why do I recognize? Her? So I tried, you know, I did the old IMDb and like looking through the the all the you know, nope, 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 nope. And then I finally saw a picture from, she was doing these web uh, series called Let's Talk About Something More Interesting. I think that's... Okay. And it was her and another, another girl, another woman. 
Uh, there's and it's they sit down with like celebrities, internet celebrities, or just celebrity celebrities, and they'd start talking, or they'd want to talk about something, or whatever movie, they're, and then like then they'd kind of. Like, They'd start talking about something completely different, like puppies mm. or kittens or something. Mm. You know, they, they did a video with Matt Damon. Um, I'm pretty sure they did one with talking Bernie. Talking about puppies and kittens? Uh, I think it might be. Ooh, I would watch that. Uh, they did one with Bernie from uh, Bernie Burns from Rooster Teeth. Uh, that's how I became aware because he was. Uh, okay. It was through the Rooster Teeth connection. Yeah. The, when I saw them, so uh, yeah, I think I think she'll do good. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I have hopes for it. I, I have bigger hopes for Cloak and Dagger. So it's, mm-hmm. I, I hope they both do well. I don't know if they're programming those as a block or back-to-back days. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you also had some other news? I've got news. Uh, where do we start? So, okay, New Mutants has started production. They started this just this past Monday. So casting for that, we knew about Wolfsbane and we knew about Magic. Who else? What other characters are for sure in that movie? Sunspot's in it because there's a little bit of controversy over his casting. Oh, um, is he not Brazilian enough? No, he. Well, actually, yeah, kind of. That's <laughs> uh, some people are complaining because um, Sunspot is very dark skinned in the comics, uh-huh. um, and the has like African roots, basically. He's, is, yeah, he's from Brazil. Yeah. But not all people from Brazil are from Brazil. Some of the, like right. some of their roots go to back it's to Portugal. A lot Portugal of Germans in Brazil and, and stuff like that. So, un- but we, we won't talk about that. They yeah. cast South American, but he's a lighter skinned guy. Uh, so some people are complaining about it, and can- I can see both sides of the argument. Cannonball is he one of the characters? Uh, Cannonball is one of the characters. Mirage. Um, Mirage. Uh, Danny Moonstar. Yes, yes, she is because it's. It sounds like it's going to be the Demon Bear storyline uh, is what they're doing, or a version of it. And yeah. Karma. Karma. Uh, Shan. She, she could take over other people's minds. Young Vietnamese girl. Maybe she was a little older, actually, than the rest uh, of the team. I don't know, to be honest. I'm trying to look up the cast now. Um, Rosario Dawson was supposed to be in it as uh, Celia Reese, the Dr. Celia Reese from uh, the 90s X-Men book, but she's been replaced by Alison Braga. Um Warlock is a character in it. Oh. I assume he's going so to be Doug CG. Too? Do we get Doug? Do we get Doug? Doug and Warlock. They were like oh, partners. Oh, you know what? I don't know. The guy whose mutant power was languages. So, like, you didn't want him fighting beside you, but if mm-hmm. you needed something translated. That's what my mutant power would be. It would be something like that, or like changing my, my fingernails changed pink or something According stupid. to what I'm reading now, it also sounds like Quicksilver is going to make an appearance in it. and oh. um, and The uh, same actor in Quicksilver from the current X-Men yep. movies? X-Men. Okay, that'll yeah. be how they kind of tie it together, maybe. And wonder possibly, if they'll age him up. And possibly Professor X. So. Well, that McAvoy? makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There was a... There was a little bit of concern where he might not be coming back as Professor X in anything. Mm. He's bald now. He's bald now? Well, yeah. In, in, in the, the X-Men movies. movies. Oh, X-Men yeah, movies. yeah. Um, Wolfsbane's in it. Cannonball, They're all looking at me Mirage. like I'm just saying random words. He doesn't have hair. And that's but all that's doesn't. listed on IMDb. I know Mag- and Magic's in it too, right? Well, so. yeah. So, uh, well, we'll see how it pans out. And I, that's uh, set for a 2019 release? Uh, I think so. Well, if they just started filming it, I'd probably say... At the... Uh, yeah? At, at, or at the earliest, like, at late 
2018? Mm, depends where like, you're going to situate it, I guess. Like fall, winter 2018? Because next like, year's going to be fairly packed. Like you know, Lots of Avengery stuff. Avengers, Star Wars, you know. Black Panther. Black Panther, the Justice League spinoffs. It's, you know, and the... the like, when does I'm Justice looking... League come out? Two weeks after Thor. Okay, so when this November. Yeah. This November. It goes Thor... Justice League, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Okay. And then yes. Jumanji. That actually looks good. Is that a Christmas movie or is that... Yeah, it comes out right after... I, I heard it com- comes out the week after Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, I, I like okay. the trailer for that. I yeah. want to it look fun. Karen Gillan looks like she's kicking ass in that movie. Yeah. Like, at least her character. Like, you know, so I'm, I'm happy for that. Uh, next, Ryan? Uh, next. More movies. Points. We've got Jurassic World. The Fallen Kingdom has just finished filming. Which... Is that next year? I would, I think so. I think yeah, so. that's so another they put all the dinosaurs summer. back in a box. <laughs> well, because they finished filming, so yeah, you got to put your toys away. Right. And you don't want mom and dad to come in, step on your T Rex, right. break it, and then oh, everybody God. cries. You can break a T Rex by stepping on it. I what think it's the other way around. Jurassic oh. World. It's still a bad idea. <laughs> it's Jurassic World. They left the last time with all the things, and now they're to, they're to clarify. Sold. Jen means G-I- having the Jurassic Park, like the actual park. No, is not a the terrible movie. Idea. The movie was fantastic. Yeah, we like we really like Jurassic World. But... Jurassic World. People and dinosaurs don't mix. Yeah. This See, is, I was hoping. G-I- G.I. Jurassic Park. Come I on. was hoping for Jurassic Universe dinosaurs in space, but <laughs> that's, I didn't get that. That's number dinosaurs three. Dinosaurs on a spaceship. That, that was last season of Doctor Who. Off that was two rep. seasons ago. Yeah. Come on. Um, but, it, like, in, in addition to that, you <laughs> laugh, but there is currently some serious, apparently some serious talks about how uh, Fast and the Furious no. can make it into space. They're not serious talk. <laughs> Bullshit. You know Vin Diesel's going for it. There's, that's like the running joke in Hollywood seems to be what are they going to do next and you know, how, what's it going to take to get them into space. I don't think we'll... <laughs> I did hear a really good joke this morning about it though. Is like they're just doing it to get the Fast 10 so you got Fast 10 in your seatbelts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, they are now. If they weren't, they are now. Well, uh, Universe has got a Fast and Furious ride opening next year, so they got to keep making Fast and Furious. Well, there's at least two more, right? Because the the one that came out this year is the start of a new trilogy, so. Yeah. Uh, Well, Jeremy Renner (gasps) broke two arms, both his arms on the set of Avengers. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He fractured his elbow. On his right arm and fractured his wrist on his left. Oh, that so yes, sucks. Yes, wow. he did get hurt. And Have yeah, that sucks. How? Like, I assume no, he I didn't. fell like, during a stunt. Himself. It was during a stunt, but yeah. that's what you would think. It's like he probably fell on his elbow and his wrist. Stress from firing bows. <laughs> <Or> firing <laughs> if you fake fractured your air. elbow from pulling he the bow back so hard, hard that, he, that his he elbow hit the went. Concrete wall. <laughs> and you know what? Oh, I can, oh. To be fair, I can see that happening. Like the, with the sets and stuff like yeah. that? You, you, that part I can see. Let go of the string. The string snapped his wrist. Yeah. There you go. That's why you got to rid of the wrist guard. Uh, there's been casting news for Supergirl. They've out with the old version of Supergirl's mom slash aunt, because it was the same actress, and in with the old Lois Lane to be the new Supergirl's mom. Now, to be Eric, precise, we're not talking about Margot sorry, Kidder. The... Not as old, 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 because there's already because Margot Kidder would be very jarring. She's like, <laughs> and they've already that would be version. And, they, and they had they've already brought back um, from Lois and Clark. Terry uh, Hatcher. Thank Hatcher. you, Terry Hatcher, Lois Lane. No, now we're getting 
Erica Durantz as Supergirl's mom. And to be fair, the super the Superman franchise, when it comes to film and television, has had a history of bringing swapping those people, people out. Not swapping people out, but I'm talking about bringing people back who were previously in the Superman. Oh, I think yeah. it's great. Yeah, like when you go back to to Lois and Clark, the actors who played Lois and Jimmy on the old Adventures of Superman show um, from the '50s made appearances. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I'm sure if they were still alive, they would end up on Supergirl too. Well, I'm just waiting for what was what's his name, Tom Tom Welland. Oh, Smallville Superman. So now for him to come back and be on it. Has he directed any episodes? Because that's what he's mainly I don't, been doing. Is I don't directing think so. The last couple of years. I think he wants to distance himself from Superman too. I don't know. Yeah, well, he's found a new career, right? And yeah. might as well go into that. Be interesting if they brought the guy that played Green Arrow. In Smallville, who's now on like one of the daily soap operas, into the Supergirl world as Oliver Queen Green Arrow, <laughs> because yeah, it's a be different, cool. you know, yeah, different, it look different on the multiverse. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, next was uh, one of my favorite pieces of news. Uh, U- a U.S. Congressional Committee has proposed the creation of a new branch of the U.S. military, one dedicated to defending Americans from threats from beyond our world. The Space Corps. They will be space marines. (laughs) Literally, they will be a branch of the Air Force, much like the Marines are a branch of the Navy. What are they gonna do? Maybe they know something we don't. It is the U.S. Congress. They know. Maybe they know all the secrets. And why aren't they called Torchwood? Because that's (laughs) British. Mm. Ah. The uh, the the alien trapped in Area Fifty One finally started yapping. (laughs) (laughs) He's got enough English now that he can tell things. Yeah, they. No, I was going to say something about American politics, but I'm going to stay out of it. This yeah. isn't a Trump thing. No, I Trump know. has nothing to do with this. I know because that was my reaction. Was oh, what they gave the president a comic book and he thought it was a news briefing. But <laughs> sorry, that's as far into politics. That'd as That'd be awesome get. if that's how Trump got his briefings or yeah. comic books. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Joe Quesada's new job is. is he has to draw briefings I can for see, Trump. See, and that makes me think of the robot chicken version of of George W. <laughs> just that would be how he though that character but okay uh but apparently in what i was reading like the the higher ups of the like air force they're like why they're, they're against it they're just like just make it another part of existing yeah, military it, not well, a separate well, yeah. branch because it becomes more expensive because it becomes another tier of people that have to report to other people to report to people instead of just being part of existing and, and, and we don't have like spaceships for them to fly around. Well, except for the secret. Well, and there's always the secret space program. Something else that we now have to take money from our budgets and throw into something that will be useless. That's okay. They'll just take it out of education or culture. Yeah, who needs it? Nah. Well, they get their scrap it. Okay, please tell me your next news item is something happy. Because mm. <laughs> now I'm do, 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 because Jen mentioned do, do, that. Now do, do, I just feel do, do, terrible. I'm sorry, but that's where they take. So money I from. think yeah. I think we're like a few days early from a lot of news breaking because the as we're recording this, the D23 Expo is happening yes. well, this weekend. That's this weekend in and uh, San Diego's in two weeks. Is right? The week after that, right? So there was, and I, I've seen in Ryan's notes here, there was a rumor that broke this week that at Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom, he's stealing your notes. I know. <laughs> well, I'm the theme park guy. This is my topic. <laughs> 
<laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. But I wasn't going to bring this up, but I was, I'm going to nip this in the bud before Ryan can say it. Uh, that they're going to build the Tron roller coaster that's at Shanghai Disneyland. Which I want to go on. Which so is bad. the only reason I wrote it in my notes is because I know you really want to ride that I, ride. I am one of the few people who bought the stupid Tron action figures from Legacy, which are terrible. Yeah. They are terrible well, the figures. Tron, the but I got a classic looking light cycle out of the job. Oh. It looks great. Nice. The, Tron... the light one, the, the one Jeff Bridges character yeah, has. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they made a toy of that. And oh. I got, it was on clearance, too. I got it for like five bucks. Oh, what size is it? Like if it's si- the three and three quarter figure. Oh, nice. So one of the major Disney news and rumor sites broke this story yesterday. And uh, there's nothing so far to back it up. Uh, so we'll wait and see. I think the Parks and Resorts panel at D23 is on Saturday. So it might... The, the, the thing do they that, do streams of this at all like they do with Star Wars or San Diego? I'm not uh, sure if they do. I think they... It'll, it'll all end up on Disney's YouTube channel anyway. Yeah. Um, but um, the, the thing that sort of lends some credence to this is that 2021 is the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. So there will be major new attractions coming to all the parks by mm. then. So it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I'll believe it when I see it and when I hear it from an official Disney source. Which I've seen the video yet. of the, where is it? Is it in the, it's in the Shanghai. Shanghai Park? Yeah. And it just looks like a fun yeah. coaster. They built that instead of Space Mountain. So if they build it where they're talking about, where this rumor says they're going to build it, it will be right beside Space Mountain mm. at uh, Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom. And... Those little gas-powered uh, Tomorrowland Speedway cars will finally go away, <laughs> because nothing says the future like tiny go karts. Yes. Wait, is, uh, tiny go karts are not Ryan, the future. Or is there something else there? Uh, one more thing we were talking about earlier. I don't think we talked about it during the recording, but they uh, have announced they've made a music video for Sean Gunn's Sean Gunn, right? Yes, yeah. his song. No, James Gunn. James Gunn. Sorry. His brother. The John's director. the brother. James Gunn's uh, addition to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 soundtrack, uh, starring Mr. David Hasselhoff. Oh, my God. And they put a poster out of it this week, which is awesome. And it's going to be on the home release, which is, oh, shit. I, I saw it. it was in no August. August, yeah. That yeah. seems like really the quick. first or second week of August. It's August 8th for uh, download for, like, iTunes and or Apple movies or whatever they're calling it now. And Amazon Prime and all that stuff. And then it's the 22nd or something for the Blu-ray release. Like, it's like a two weeks later. Hmm. But uh, I, I, I'm i looking forward to this because James Gunn has tweeted that it is the best thing he has ever done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, all the cast members seem to think it's rather funny. Batista's tweeted about it. And... Oh, my goodness. Um, did um, I mention on the Spider-Man episode about the, the, the music sharing with Baby Driver? Or did I do yeah, that? Yeah, you off did air? mention that. No, no you it was during the episode. Oh, okay, so yeah. listen to the Spider-Man episode for more on the the soundtrack, kerfluffles. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, that it needs something like that. Like it, it's a goofy set of movies, mm-hmm. right? And they and the whole reason that track got on there was he wanted something like the disco version of oh, the Star, Star Wars, Wars theme yeah. song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so might as well do a video for it too. And it's you know we need extras. I wish Marvel would bring back the one-shots. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, those were awesome. And Kevin Feige has mentioned that maybe in the future. 
Maybe well, once we get into phase four. They're going to have to start fleshing out the, the new characters, too, right? Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing, like, um, a Mantis one-shot or a Scarlet Witch one-shot. Especially a... if it's anything, that any character that is going to have something fairly big to do in uh, the next two Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. But they don't have enough time, be- like because those casts are huge yeah. Yeah. Th- to do it within those movies, yeah. right? So, okay, thank you, Ryan. That's for... it. For, that's all I got for news. Yeah, uh, like like Kevin said, I think we're. I think next episode might be all news. Yeah, because <laughs> it's going to be after D twenty three. It's going to be after San Diego, and so it's going to be a lot of stuff in theory. Uh, or San Diego might not have much. There, there is the possibility that not much will come out. Well, other than there'll be comic news, but not much movie stuff. I don't because think. I mean, sad, sad to say, but Disney is the biggest name in movies right now, and and when they've got Marvel and Star Wars, um, that there's there's about half of your com- yeah. your movie news. Although right? no Han Solo panel at either. No, apparently, yeah, which. So, which doesn't should be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't uh, doesn't surprise me. It's it, the you don't want it at San Diego because San Diego panels you you get a question answer period. Yeah, and you don't want to be no. asking questions of that right now. Right, that and probably with Ron Howard, to, like they've got nothing to show. Like there's no way Ron Howard stepped in, started directing. And he has just a trailer tweeted yet. a photo from behind the scenes. Uh, the one of his feet. No, oh. the one of a costume rack, and it says, "Guess whose costumes these are?" And they're very colorful, so I'm doubting they're Han Solos. They're probably Landos. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. So that no, that was it for the news. So we will go on to the main event, which is Doctor Who. I, I lost the two right yeah. there. Yeah. What the heck was that? Uh, I started doing the theme song. No, that's not it. Nope, either. that's not it either. Do I, do I, so do I? Um, this is the the second season with Capaldi and the last or third no, season? No, this is the third season with really? Capaldi. I guess, um, yeah, I guess so. Well, they're so short in seasons compared to American television that it's it like, kind of gets jumbled together a little bit mm-hmm. for me. And there was a year off. Yeah, since the last one. So. Wow. Yeah. So, um, on a whole, uh, I really liked the season. I did too. Same here. Me too. Um, I wasn't originally. I wasn't a. Sorry, I had Lord. to. Lord. Um. Originally, I didn't like Capaldi. Like yeah. Same. The... At first, I. I don't know if it was a Matt Smith hangover, so we just missed him too much, and he was very curmudgeonly. When he first it, it came was on, a definite character shift. Yeah. Whereas it's a bit Tenet, of an ass. Tenant the Smith, yeah, he did different character stuff, but the tone was was. So I had to reset my phone. <laughs> it was along the same kind of lines. Mm-hmm. Young, good-looking guy. Young, good-looking, kind of goofy at times, mm-hmm. and, and this doctor, especially that first season, was much more serious. Yeah. But. Uh, we got a new companion who is also apparently gone. She's awesome. Bill, I, Bill I was really great. liked Bill. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sad we only get one season of her. Uh, and uh, we got the... Oh, and what, what was the other guy's name? Nardole. The other right. companion. Yes. I love Nardole. We won't have him anymore either. No. Nope. Aw. It's going to be a clean slate. 
which doesn't surprise me because they no. do they do do that sometimes. They'll they'll mm-hmm. just clear the boards completely, and mm-hmm. they're sort of well. While I imagine chunks of the writing staff will be the same. It's going to be a different showrunner coming up. Yeah, um, um, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, but he is the showrunner on um, uh, the oh the name of the show just went out of my head. Uh, uh, Broadchurch. Yes. Okay. Never watched it. It uh, had David Tennant. That's the cop show with David Tennant. I, yeah. I think I watched an episode of that. And Chris that, Chipnall, that's, that's his name. That's about as far as I got Chipnall. into it. So, did anything about the season stand out to anybody other than we all started liking Capaldi a lot this season? Hmm. Um, I, liked, I liked the doctor-companion relationship this time. Yeah. It was... Uh, it was him seeing something special in somebody who didn't see anything special in herself. Yeah. And I like that he made Bill a better person. Yes. Um, I, I, I like that teacher-student relationship we had this year. Yes. I like the fact that we weren't getting the same monsters over and over again. Yep. Uh, there was the, only one Dalek, and it appeared very briefly in the first episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then well, when we, we got we the got Cybermen, Cybermen at the end. But, but we got... We got to see them in a different, like a version, more like the old-looking Cybermen they, first, right? They, well, they were the Mondasian sp- Cybermen, so they were the Cybermen from the very first appearance of the Cybermen back yep. in the 60s with Patrick Troughton. So. Sp- Spider-Men. Oh, Spider-Man? my goodness. Cybermen are still, to me, the scariest of all the Doctor Who monsters. I liked, I liked that they... They ex- can't get along with the Borg. That's saying something. <laughs> With the Borg? Yeah. In the Star Trek. It was a Star Trek crossover Star Trek comic, 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 oh, comic right. book crossover. No, I, I just think, like, okay, to me, the Cybermen are humanity stripped of humanity. And mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, maybe it's some fundamental thing within me, but I find that terrifying. That yeah. you, can turn, mm-hmm. you can be turned into this lifeless husk and not have everything that is you stripped away. Yeah, I find that a lot. Aware. Yeah, but still be. Yeah. I find that a lot more scary than being uh, annihilated by a Dalek. I like that they um, they explained the Cybermen that that the Cybermen sort of have developed independently on in a lot of different places. That's why the Cybermen we've seen recently aren't the same as the original Cybermen, yeah. and why the Cybermen look different every time you see them because they've been created sort of independently all over the galaxy, all of the universe. You know who uh, did the design work on the most recent iteration of it? No. Brian Hitch. The, oh. the, the guy who did... There's a, If you can find it, somebody did a Photoshop that put uh, Brian Hitch's Ultimate Iron Man, like, a fo- like one of the covers uh, from the Ultimates, beside a Cyberman, and then painted the Cyberman, the Iron Man colors... It, yeah, you, you can see some yeah. like some of the stylistic similarities. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed. I, I find that for the doc, for Doctor Who, the companion really makes the show. I mean, obviously the Doctor does, uh, but the companion the, companion's the anchor. The companion's the anchor. The companion shows specific sides of the Doctor, and she's the point of view character. And yeah. exactly, and I really enjoyed Bill. Mm-hmm. I really did, and I'm I I feel really bad what happened to her at the end. I love the running gag through several episodes of her trying to go on a first date with that yeah. woman she loved, and first the Pope showed up in yeah. her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I like that. And then what was the other one that uh, they were? There was another uh, the the head of the UN. Oh, that's yeah. right. The head yeah. of the UN showed up in her apartment, right? Yeah. And I, I like that yeah. throughout the whole thing. She's just trying to 
To live. Get it to live, yeah. She's trying to move into an apartment. She's trying to get a date. She's trying to pass she, her classes. She she's her, trying to do her job. She and her friends move into a house that tries to kill them. Yeah. Yep. And the that doctor. Independently of the doctor. Yeah. yeah, but the doctor is like, it's almost like he's just there. And she's like, yeah, I don't need you. Go away. We're not on a wacky adventure. Yeah. Shoo. And he's like, oh, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Yeah, that was so, my least favorite episode of the season. Really? I, I rather like that episode. Uh, it was trying so hard to be a haunted house episode. I, I don't know. There was something about it that didn't sit well I, with me. I just always liked that actor, the the, the guy who played Poirot, who uh, it was the guy who owned the house. Yeah. Amy's version of the Agatha Christie movies. He was at Mysteries. He was Poirot for oh, a okay. long time. And I think, uh, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, because we watched these episodes really spaced out. Um, there wasn't as much uh, up until the end. There wasn't as much. There wasn't as many sad episodes. It wasn't really tragic in any way. No, except yeah. for the first one with the puddle, with, girl, with the puddle yeah. girl. Yeah, but even that didn't end up being tragic in the end. Okay, well, this is where the spoilers come in because well, the whole thing spoilers. Well, the whole thing is spoilers. But I mean, even that didn't. It, it was sad in the first episode because she she basically got turned into a puddle monster and disappeared. Um, but. It wasn't because she was with Bill for the entire show. Yep. And then she reappears at the end and saves Bill, basically. So it was bittersweet, but it was still not tragic. And we got two masters. Well, I was going to say, oh, yeah. the Misty, oh, not Misty, Missy, Missy in this Missy. season was great. Yeah. yeah. She's been great throughout. Well, yes. Season and last. But now it's like, really it was like the redemption of the master was what they were trying to go for. Yeah. And it doesn't quite happen. No. It, it, you get and, close. And it'll be interesting well, to try. I think it kind of happens, but her former self double crosses her. <laughs> Almost. Which totally makes sense that the person that killed the master would be the master. Yeah. I'm like, does that count as suicide? Very good question. Well, that, that a bunch of awkward, weird questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was getting a little weird. Yeah, when they were hitting on each other. Yeah. I thought it was well, hilarious. especially at the end there. And so, but uh, so he escaped to become her still because he went and down. We the don't elevator. know if she's the regeneration right after him either. Yeah. Yeah, could be somebody else in there, right? That yeah, that could be the loophole on how we see the master again. Is the the, myth, the the step between, but yeah, this this season had a lot of, I'll call it fan service. There was a lot yes. of reference to classic Who from the very first. Oh, the Ice Warriors. Yeah, yeah. that one was I'm, good. I'm going right back to the very first episode when they panned across the desk and on the on uh, the doctor's desk in the is a picture. In the office, of, is a picture of Susan. Yeah, and a bucket of. Sonic screwdrivers, yeah, yeah, of different types, yeah. This is so, all, pretty much that's really the had. first time that in the new series that Susan's been referenced, isn't it? Well, there there haven't been very many references to the old series in no. the new series, and it's been twelve years since the new series. But started, I think so. that that ties into the finale though, because he ends up basically confronting himself. And there's the also the first of version of that himself. we know of, yeah. with, and with the way he regenerated into this doctor. You know, the Time Lords gave him a whole new set of regenerations. So he's like the new First Doctor. Yeah. So there could be, it could be, like, he's been curmudgeonly since the beginning because that's how the First Doctor was. So there's been sort of parallels um, between 12 and 1 all along. So it'll be interesting to see what's going to happen in the Christmas He said that off the bat that that was kind of how he was going to go for it, wasn't it? He was... Going to go with more Capaldi's, yeah. Set? Okay, yeah. that he was going to try and be more like the first Doctor, and 
now we kind of know why, I guess. Now, I wonder, because we can remember back in the 50th anniversary episode, mm-hmm. when, uh, which the, uh, the curator... Yes. Was, uh... Oh, Tom Baker. Tom yes. Baker. Well, which, number, which number was he? He was four. Four. So, and he sees him, and he's talking to, Matt, you know, to himself. To Eleven. And he's talking about how he tried on faces that he wore before. That's mm. why... So, like, they're insinuating that he's talking to himself, a future version. You know, it's like he's not talking Without to old him. It, but they he's did, talking to new him with old face. Yeah. Which made me, like, when I first started seeing, like, I got spoiled that the actor, or, like, that the guy oh, yeah. who looked like... No- let's, uh, let's just spoil the ending now so we can talk about okay. it, so... Yeah, because you're losing me with your yeah. him, him back to Well, so, I, I was getting to it. I know. Capaldi... Falls out of the TARDIS at the end, is confronted by a person, we look up, and it is the actor it's, who played the the actor who played the first doctor. Yeah, he's made up the, to look like the first, the first doctor. doctor. So, it's the, but it's the same guy who played the first doctor in... In Adventures uh, in Space and Time. Yeah, which yeah. is a TV movie about Doctor Who. That came out at the 50th anniversary. Right. Yeah. So... So he's meeting the first doctor. Which made me go, God damn it, I gotta wait till Christmas now. Yeah, so, exactly. Okay, so let me tell you a little story because, as someone who's not too, within the recent past watched, yeah, all you've the gone first through Doctor. a yeah. lot of Doctor Who. So, uh, just before the first Doctor's um, regeneration into second, um, Patrick, uh, Patrick, uh, uh, the 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 actor William, uh, William Hartnell yeah. got quote unquote sick and missed an episode. So there it's the only episode in the history of the 53 year history of Doctor Who that the actor who plays the doctor is not in the episode at all. Oh. So the rumor is that this episode, the Christmas special, will be oh. that time oh. let us know where what? the first doctor was just before his regeneration. Why we didn't see him Ooh. at all. That that would be really neat. So that would be really neat. A fifty, a fifty-year-old loophole. That's that almost awesome. sounds too good to be true, though, <laughs> doesn't it? Like that—that that would be kind of awesome. Because my thought was: is there is the question is as is standard with Doctor Who at this point? Kay's regenerating. Who are we getting as the next Doctor? Uh-huh. Is it going to be an actor that's known? Is it an unknown actor? What are they going to look like? Woman, black guy, Asian guy. What are we getting? Yep. I th- was thinking for a brief moment that maybe we're getting the first Doctor again for, for a season. Well, see, that's where I was going. Because the night, I missed the live airing of it. So when I watched it the next day, that morning I was scrolling through my Facebook feed and boom, there's a big picture from space or somebody of the two of them side by side. Mm. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> well, now I know that something happens with the. With you know, the this doctor. is supposed to be the first doctor, and so my th- first thought was, "Oh my god, he's going to regenerate into. He's going to reuse that face, going back to the Tom Baker fiftieth anniversary yeah. thing." Well, and also when Peter Capaldi regenerated, uh, there was that whole. I think it was in the one of the earliest episodes of his first season where he's going through and he's having that crisis and he's trying to figure out where he's seen his face before. Mm -hmm. And it flashes back to the Pompeii episode where Mm -hmm. David Tennant rescues, well, Peter Capaldi, who played the Mm -hmm. uh, Roman uh, in Pompeii that Donna Mm -hmm. insisted that they save. Karen Gillan was in that episode too. Yes. Yeah, he also 
So it's like it's like a precedent of reusing faces. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because he, he also played a character in a Torchwood miniseries as well. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in um, the Children of Earth uh, miniseries. Oh, okay, I'm I could never that. make it through Torchwood. He was the father. He was the. I have to rewatch yeah. that to see. He's, but a, he's also behind about that. Uh, my favorite talk show moment of all time. It was Craig Ferguson had him on when <laughs> it was um what what's the political comedy the he did it. the thick of it. Yeah, I guess that was starting to air in America, so he had him on because they're old friends. They played in a band together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ferguson starts with the introduction with like, "Here's something you don't get to say very often." I've done acid with our next guest. <laughs> and he comes out like, did we? Like, I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> but back to the Doctor Who and yeah. sharing faces and faces in space and time, you so me and all were that. Were you thinking that the curator was actually the doctor? Or were you saying that the doctor used the curator's face when he was Tom Baker? No, no, the curator, the curator is, is an doctor. old, is future doctor. He's a future doctor because he's talking oh. about. You no, know, he's looking at the painting. He's talking because to him as if he's lived the same life as him. We've never had an episode where the doctor meets himself, Oops. but it's a doctor we've never seen before. Wouldn't that be a cool story to have a story where the doctor meets somebody who's obviously the doctor, but a doctor we've never seen and might never see again? But then it's kind of like when River met the doctor for the first time, where you know the, the whole spoilers, yeah. Where she knew the whole... Because it was the end of her story and the beginning of... So my guess about what the Christmas special is going to be, this is just total guess, is... And it's confirmed that Capaldi's done as of the Christmas yeah, special, yeah. right? So we get nothing my guess is, you know, we think our doctor, the 12th doctor, is having this crisis about not regenerating. I think the 12th doctor is con- going to be convincing the first doctor that it's time for you to use your first regeneration. Huh. I think it's going to be... Capaldi dealing with his own issues and at the same time convinces him to... Convincing the first Doctor that it's it's your time. Your time is is coming to an end. And this is what's in store for you, so it's time to move on. Uh, I think we're going to get two regenerations in that episode. One will be 12 into 13, and one will be 1 into 2. That'd be cool. That would be cool. That would be good, yep. That's my guess. Now, did he regenerate... In that missing episode, and then he came back as a new doctor. No, or he regenerated, no, he regenerated in the following at the end of the at the end of this, uh, the beginning of the next season. Uh, the, actually, okay, so not so because there's the missing episode, then more episodes, then he regenerates. Because I'm just I thinking think, the uh, theories. Six, I'm just trying to fit their timeline. Episode story arc. He was missing for I think episode five, so he came back. And then regenerated? And then regenerated. Okay, so we probably won't see the regeneration unless they cut to following him and do some, like, either split in the old footage it'll be or a recreation of the... Yeah, it'll be Capaldi regenerating so. and then probably maybe cut with uh, the footage yeah. of one turning into two. It'll be fun, whatever it is. Yeah, they're always Capaldi. fun. There's also rumors Jenna Coleman's going to be in the Christmas special, too. Well, yeah, well, because she she's, she's off exploring the universe with me, yeah. so she could yeah. in her diner. <laughs> so, which brings us to the question of what would you like to see in the next Doctor, or what do you think you're going to see? Um, I, I've pulled up, at, out of curiosity, I pulled up uh, the, the British version of The Sun. The Oddsmakers? That they had on the, the odds of uh, different actors. 
a lot of women on the list. Yeah, the number one was a woman who's got a sitcom called Fleabag. Yep. Right? See, now I'm, uh, I don't think that the doctor should be a woman. And as the woman, <laughs> I'm probably supposed to be the one who thinks, yay, yay, yay. But I mean, it's to me, it's like if you decided all of a sudden that Santa Claus was going to be female. Like it's a traditional male character. You shouldn't mess with yeah, the Yeah, but gender. so is the master, right? Well, okay. I don't know how often, like, because I didn't see any of the old ones. I'm just talking about mm-hmm. the new season from Eccleston on. The master, yes, was in there and established as a friend. But he was only in a little bit of it. He wasn't a like he wasn't the main character or a main character. He was a side character, and I didn't mind it so much when the master turned into Missy because he was a supporting character. But I think the main character of the Doctor should stay male. Personally, you can disagree if you choose. I I don't know Chris Chibnall's work, so I don't know what to expect from him. Um, I find it like by this time the. The last before the last regeneration. Remember, there was that big glitzy special in yeah. Britain that introduced Capaldi to the world. We I don't had, think we're getting it. This I don't round. think we are either. They're keeping everything very close to the vest, mm-hmm. you know, and which is nice because so many things this season got spoiled by the BBC, mm-hmm. like John Sims' return as the Master, yeah. and and things like that. So I, I like that they're holding their cards close this time. I'm just going to be happy to go along for the ride and happy to have new Doctor Who. I wonder if we won't even see the new Doctor in the Christmas special. It could just end with, the you know, regeneration, mm-hmm. lots of lights. You see the face changing, fade to black, roll the credits. See you next season, kids. Yeah, yeah and just as a... As and a the thing, internet howls. There's a, there's a couple Merry people Christmas. that are mentioned in the Sun article that are not possibilities. Like, David David Harewood, who is John Jones on uh, oh on, on, on Supergirl. Supergirl, not a chance. Yeah, he, they haven't killed him off, right? Like no, they haven't, uh, and yeah. he's still. I mean, yeah, and talk, that's a fairly heavy filming how, schedule. Yeah, because that's it would twenty. Be, that's a twenty-two episode show. Yeah, yeah, that would be really hard for him to do. Not a bad choice, to be honest. No, yeah, no, he could bring something different to it. Um, I'm going to throw out a couple names off this list, though. Yep, no, let's hit us that uh, that uh, you may or may not know. Now, the first one. I know because um, the bookies closed down the odds making at a certain point, and this guy was just had suddenly shot up because uh, it sounded like somebody with inside knowledge leaked it. Mm. <laughs> so his name's Chris Marshall. Um, he's on a couple BBC series. What Americans probably know him best as is he's in love actually. Mm-hmm. He is the the ginger kid who goes to America to get laid. Now he has gotten much better looking. I'll show you the, the what photo. What BBC okay. shows was he in? Because I had never uh, saw that movie. So you haven't seen Love Actually? Death in no. Paradise oh, I love was that the movie. Last one that he was doing. I always make Brett watch it. Is that the cop show set in Bahamas? I think so. Yeah, don't know that one. So, but that would be the payoff. Yeah, to the ginger, the the, the ongoing ginger joke. Three yeah. doctors worth of jokes of the the ginger. He finally wakes up and he's a ginger. Yeah, um, I don't think he'd be. Bad choice. I don't know much about his acting, though. Like, physically, it'd be something different. Um, uh, is Peggy Carter on that list? Uh, What's her name? No, um, surprisingly not. But another Marvel alumni See, I, if, if they're going to go female, I want her to be the doctor. Well, that's it. That's yes, thank you. Now, I've got one that might actually cross borders a little bit. Tilda Swinton. 
I don't. She was the, I know the, the name. ancient I one. In, she was the ancient oh. one in Doctor Strange. In Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know who you're talking about now. I she don't plays know. She's the and- white witch she, in the Narnia yeah. movies. She plays androgynous very well. She was, was she not the angel in Constantine? Yes, she yes. was. Yeah. That's no, I don't want to see her. Uh, I, I'm sure she... Well... Like like Capaldi, you probably at first be like, uh, and then it would, and then, then they'll grow, they'd grow on, on you, and yeah. then they're gone. But um, Ben Whishaw has pick. also been mentioned, the guy who played Q in the the last couple Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to oh. say the guy who played Q in Star Trek from no. Flight of the Concords. Um, Isn't that where he's from? I, the kid with the glasses. I don't, I don't know. The if hair he was from Flight of the. Was no. he from Flight of the Conquest? No, no, no. Am I thinking of something totally different? Uh, I think you're thinking of the guy from the IT crowd, Richard Iwade, because he was going to be the next guy I threw. Was out he in Flight of the Conquest? No, no, but he's similar. That, that's not who I was thinking of. Um, weirdly, um, the guy from the IT crowd would be kind of my pick. Yeah, I, he's I would different. love to he's see young, Richard You go Iwade. back younger a little bit. He's got some interesting acting. I would skills. actually like to see that too. Um, I think it was, I know he does like a bunch of things though, so that his schedule may not allow it depending on it. What was Um, the name of the guy from, that you said who was Q? Ben Wishaw, W-H-I-S-H-A-W. He's skewing younger too. The the, the thing I see with him is I look at him and I'm like, he's kind of like Matt Smith light. (laughs) Like we've already had a Matt Smith. We don't need another one. Matt Smith was good. He was Matt Smith. Let's Let's move on. I love Richard Iwate. I watch his. He's got a great. I um, would love to see him. He's. he's Have you seen Travel Man? No. So it's a. He takes weekend vacations with celebrities to cities in Europe and America, and it's hilarious. It's (laughs) very funny. I I would love it if Richard Iwate became the Doctor. Yeah, I think he would be good. So, I'm still trying to figure out where I saw this kid from. Besides so the guy Dr. from Who. the IT crowd. That's the, in a perfect world. Is that who we're going with? I, would, I don't know who yeah, we're talking would, about. So I can't. No, no. Let, let's play Fantasy Booker. If you could cast anybody in that part, who would you go Idris with? Alba. Oh, Idris Alba? Yeah. No. No, Idris That'd Alba. That'd be a very serious doctor, yeah, though. Yeah, he, and he's like, I don't want the doctor to be like... The gunslinger? Buff and tough. Um, um, the guy who... Plays the lead in Fantastic Beasts. He's, oh no, yeah! I, I, yes, I can see where you go. I I see him, and I see especially in Fantastic Beasts. I see he's already Matt Smith, or uh, yeah. it's a doctor. He's How already about but is Rupert it, Grint. Rupert Grint. He's oh, we get Ron, another ginger. I was thinking that when Ron Weasley. Yep, Ron he Ron finally. Weasley. There was a rumor floating around there yeah. for a while that he was up for it, but I, I have a he's. Have they get renewed Snatch, or did that get canceled? Because he was on know. the TV show version of Snatch. Oh, I didn't know. I which apparently know. is nothing like the movie. If they're going to reuse actors who've already been on Doctor Who, what about the guy who played Mickey? <laughs> Mickey. That'd be an Wouldn't that be funny choice. if he showed up and he was like, God damn it, I'm Mickey. <laughs> the, last thing, the last thing I saw him in was Star Trek into Darkness. For like 15 minutes he before yeah. he blows everything yeah. up. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, John Berryman. Yeah, <laughs> I hope Berryman like, makes a return though. This oh crap! Well, I, I regenerated. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. Well, maybe he just spends. I don't know if he still has a home over there, and he, that's why he spends. A, but he, I think I thought I saw something on Facebook he was that he doing, was there, like in that 
in the scene. Uh, what it was is he was doing um, audio books. Oh, okay, uh, that's or, what it was. Audio plays, or like it, you know yeah. how they have the Doctor Who the audio plays and radio yeah. shows. And was it? Yeah, him I'm not his... sure if it was a Doctor Who one or Torchwood, but well, that's what it, it ended didn't up being. Did he and his sister write a Torchwood comic? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he loves the fandom. Like, if if they asked him to, he would come back, oh, schedule yeah. per- permitting. Schedule, and yeah. now that he's then not on... Killed off, with air quotes, yeah, on Arrow. The how DC about, shows. How about Donald Glover? That would be kind of neat, but once again, I don't think schedule would allow for it. But yeah, yeah, I'm going for IT role. crowd guy. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the think, guy that plays Lucifer in Lucifer... Uh, not a bad choice. He was actually rumored for a while, but it's like, well, he's already on a show that, yeah. you know, once again, films 20-plus episodes. The, the guy who played Constantine wouldn't be a bad fit either. Yep. But I think he's also scheduled on a show, hence yeah, why know. we don't see him as Constantine. Aren't they doing more. an animated Constantine thing? Yeah, but you can fit voiceover work in your pajamas now. Yeah. Like, you can do it from <laughs> home. So that that's it's just another gig you can do at the same time. Well, I, I think uh, I, it's safe to say for all of us, we're looking forward to the next season. Because that's kind of the cool thing about Doctor Who. Yeah. Right? Is like is when you get to this point, it's like, well, what's the next season going to be like? Yeah. And, yeah. It, no, there's a, well, what's the Christmas special going to be? Yeah. Like, is it just a, a big time event? Is it just a fluff off episode? Is it Christmas themed? Is it not Christmas themed? Because in the past, we've got, well, the first regeneration the David Tennant regeneration was the Christmas special. That's still special, my favorite Christmas special. Mm. When he lost his hand. Yeah. Yep. Then we got the next Christmas special. Was that the one where I'm stalling to try to think of what it was? I don't really remember. It wasn't the Titanic it. because that was no, the that one was with Donna. No, that was the third one. Yeah. No, Donna wasn't on the Titanic. No, but, it was but between... that was with, that was, yeah. Yeah, Kylie Minogue was on the yeah. Titanic. Oh, Runaway Bride. Wasn't, Runaway Bride. Was, was that the second one? That was one? the second one. Yeah. And then the third one was the Titanic. Uh, yeah. Because, now. yeah, because at the end of the, of the Runaway Bride, doesn't he get a Titanic? So thing? it was, I don't, uh, I don't, yeah, you're right. Christmas Invasion was the first one. Yeah, that's my Then favorite. Runaway Bride. Okay. We're, Voyage of the Damned. Which yeah, is which is Titanic. Titanic. So we're good. Okay. Then the next Doctor. Yeah, that's the one where they teased us that we were going to get yeah. a regeneration. Yeah. Because the guy was, Morrissey is the yeah. Doctor. Yeah. yeah, and he had his hard air balloon was his TARDIS. Yeah. yeah. Then there was the End of Time. That that was the that's Which a one great, was that one again? That was the, the one where we had two David Tennant's. Where we had Torchwood team up with the Doctor Who crew and oh, the, the, and the, the, Rose came back, the Emperor and... of the the Daleks, yeah, 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 and yeah, and Rose and Martha, and, yeah, and that one was a good loved, one, and Wilfred. that one brings me to tears. Yeah, it, it makes me all. <laughs> now can can I throw a little bit of a monkey wrench? Yes. Yeah. No, go do, away. Do you, <laughs> do you think there's a chance Tenant comes back? No. Oh my god, I wish. Not? No. No, it won't happen, but oh my would. god, I wish. And I'm not sure. to be a jerk, like he's doing okay, but I don't think he's got no. any full-time gigs right now, right? I don't want him back. No. But I, it's David Tennant. No. Uh, I didn't no. say I didn't say want him back. I said do you think there's a chance he could come back? There's always a chance. I think the BBC I think would that like fact it. that there's another Tennant who running around in the multiverse 
Yeah, you know what? They could just bring that it. other that That's other true. Is but he's still not alive he's, out there. He's human. Well, he's part human, part time lord. Nope, but he's only got one heart. That's true, but he's still part time lord. Because he, uh, yeah. he has the knowledge yeah. and his head's not exploding. I think but. the BBC would like that because I think they sold a lot more merchandise with, with him and, and it than him and Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that goes back of to the shitty fezes the the BBC <laughs> website sold because of Matt Smith. And but that all goes back to it was a young, cute doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's what they're going to do is be go back to the young, cute doctor. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. Speaking of merchandise, I stumbled upon the other day the um, the guys who make props for Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Also sell limited runs of Sonic screwdrivers. Oh, nice. I looked at it and I'm like, oh. Well, I'm like figuring, okay, lightsabers are X amount of dollars. Can't be much more than... Let me guess. $569. Probably close with conversion, because it was like 300 some odd pounds. (laughs) I was like, nope, not buying one. I'll stick with my plastic one. Thank you very much. I'll stick with my app on my phone that I can hit the button. It goes... uh, But it doesn't work on wood. But like, oof. That's where it, the real screwdriver comes They up. do do uh, vari- variants, though, and they have, like, a dark Doctor variant of uh, Matt Smith's sonic screwdriver. Oh. So it's black and red. It, it looks awesome. It's what the Sith version of Doctor Who would be carrying. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but unfortunately, we have to wait till December. Yep. Oh, and I'm, not, and I'm not in any hurry for Christmas, because... That means it's snowing outside, and I'm kind of happy with uh, not having snow outside. Yeah, but it's raining a lot right now, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not snow. I don't have to shovel it or brush it off my car, or wear pants, yeah. or wear pants. So as always, we shall end this episode with geek picks. Anybody want to go first? I'll go first. Uh, go play paintball. That's my <laughs> pick. Paintball is fun. You can shoot your friends, and it doesn't really hurt. Sometimes it might, but and you might get a few bruises. I got a really good one one time, but that's a whole different story. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen the bruises that Ryan's you come up with. Ryan's going paintballing this weekend. I am going paintballing this weekend. I'm going to a field up in Picton called PRZ, or PRZ, as most a lot of people still call it, but it's PRZ because we're in Canada. And uh, it's an old like, military hospital. They have buildings you can play in, there's stuff outside. Uh, the event is called uh, Operation Honey Badger. And it's put on by uh, some friends of mine. So we're heading out there. There's always prizes, and it's a good time. Uh, Some other fields that people should check out. There's a field down in Brantford called Crazy Bills. Mm -hmm. And some of the events they put on, one of the events every year that they do is called Bowser's Revenge. And they've got a guy out, out on the field in a big Bowser from Mario Brothers costume. And I think they've got, like, you'd be on Team Bowser or Team Mario... And you, there's different missions and scenarios, and you play all day. And then some fields have had uh, DC versus Marvel games, and they encourage you to dress for the side you're playing on. Mm. Uh, they'll have some of, the, some of the generals or specific people that are meant, for, you know, that help to move the story, with air quotes, of the game along will be specific uh Marvel or DC characters. You know what you could do that would fit in perfectly with both your paintball gear and that? Oh, it's Crossbones, but from the, the movie. Well, yeah. And I've and seen a, there's, there's a, quite a few people I've seen out there with the uh, the, the Punisher painted up, on, the Punisher skull on their, on yeah, their vest. Yeah, not a big surprise there. Um, I have a friend uh, 
who would go to pretty much anytime I saw him at an event, he was dressed as Deadpool. Hmm. With but in spandex, he had the red spandex on. Would probably have some pl- the the black plastic uh, those uh, practice swords that we saw at the mm. store the other day. Those on, and he'd just run around running pistols the whole time. And usually he'd be a medic, so he's just running around and being the is, medic to everybody. He's and going like bang 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 when he's, he's yeah he's too. yeah he's he's usually he's a pretty funny guy. He's usually out there having a good time. And uh, Wasaga Beach, uh, Wasaga Beach Paintball. Uh, their big event this year is called Hostile Revenge, and it's an original story. And but they they end up anywhere from seven to twelve hundred people that yeah, show up. Wow. My cousin used and to it's, play it. It's a lot of fun. It can be really crowded and frustrating, but it's a lot of fun. And they give away thousands of dollars in prizes. Yep. Um, but yeah, just even if you just go out with your friends, check you know before you go to the field, look it up online because there's some bad fields out there. There's some people that run fields that are just running it for the money, and when they you know they tell you one price, and then when you get there, oh well, for this much you can upgrade to this, or you can upgrade to that, or mm-hmm. buy our package of tickets at the mall. I don't recommend those fields. I'm not naming any names because we don't want to get lawsuits. But I have not heard good things. But uh, yeah, so look them up. There's all kinds of communities out there. Uh, um, I play with uh, SAS Woodsball. Silent Assassin Squad, which was a team that started out of the States. uh, And the whole point behind our team, like, we don't, you know, you don't have to wear the same clothes. You don't have to play with the same equipment. You just have to want to play, be sportsmen, and then help to promote the sport and have fun. Mm -hmm. So it's just a That's what you're doing with this end of the podcast. Exactly. This is the plug for SAS and Paintball. This is membership drive for the year. No. Kidding, but uh, yeah. So get out, have, you know, play paintball. And when you <laughs> once you've played a few times, you'll see them playing. And when you see it on TV, you'll be like, okay, they're not wearing their mask, or they've got their hopper on backwards. That wasn't, or why are they running around with their hopper out open? All their paint's gonna fall out. Oh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> Because it looks cooler on TV to do it that way. Well, it looks way cooler on TV to play without your mask on. Uh-huh. Was, until was, someone loses an eye. But you said it didn't hurt when you got hit. Yeah, but, but anytime the projectile you, going that fast will still crush <laughs> your eye. I could go flick like this on your arm and that doesn't hurt. Ow, my but eye. if I flick your eye, <laughs> you're going to punch me in the face. <laughs> okay, who's next? I'll go. Uh, I'm going to promote an event that I am not involved with uh, personally, but I went last year and had a fantastic time, and I'm going to um, suggest that our listeners go again, and that is the Coldwater Steampunk Festival. Yeah. Uh, I want to check that out. It is the weekend of August uh, 12th uh, this summer, and it... um, so Coldwater is a small, small town of 800 people or so. Uh, but for this weekend, the About, whole... what, an hour and what, north of Toronto? Uh, north of Toronto, probably in an hour and a half, hour and three quarters. It's, it's, um, it's halfway between Midland and Aurelia on Highway 12. And uh, so they block off the street and they have, they have sort of three event spaces. One is the street, uh, the main street of Coldwater. One is... Um, behind the old um, historic grist mill and the third is at the Coldwater Museum and people just come they come in costume there are vendors selling all kinds of steampunk uh, merchandise there's various entertainers um, different bands there's a, a sideshow and a medicine show and uh, um, that last year there was falconry and there was magicians 
Uh, it was just a really good time. Oh, there were the guys beating on each other with swords. Um, so uh, if you're looking for a fun, free event that you can uh, take the whole family to uh, and uh, get decked up in your best Victorian um, steampunk uh, outfits, uh, the Coldwater Steampunk Festival is a really great time. Yep. Uh, I and be honest, I would suggest us going. Except that's my mom's birthday. Well, it's so, a whole weekend. So. Yeah, so maybe on the Sunday. Well, yeah. I'll, I got to figure out when what was we're that? Doing that. The weekend of August eleventh, twelfth. Oh um, no, we're gonna be up at the cottage. Except for the twelfth, we might be coming back for mom's birthday. Remember? Yeah, because I asked you to ask your mom about that anyway. <laughs> yeah, and I got the same. Family answer. politics. Well, Family politics. Ryan yeah. and I will go. Yeah, it's actually, it's. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh, okay. Tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. <laughs> yeah. So, well, we'll see what we're doing. Well, uh, Jen, how what are your picks for the week? Well, as always, read Squirrel Girl. Um, <laughs> now that Gavin's keeping track with, of our picks with Joe Schuster Award nominated writer yes. Ryan North. Woohoo! Um, the other thing I'm gonna I'm gonna plug an event that well I'm gonna plug two events. One that already happened. Um, which was the Toronto Sailor Moon celebration. Um, It was at the end of June, and uh, I went with my friend Tracy. It was a really cute little convention. It was at the uh, Toronto Science Centre. They had a lot of uh, merchandise, a lot of panels. I unfortunately couldn't stay for the whole time because I had another engagement I had to go to that day, but I would have liked to stay for the whole day and and done a couple more things, go to the panels. Uh, Lots of cosplayers. Um... I don't know when the next one is going to be. <laughs> well, probably a year later. Yeah, but they do it every year. Um, so I would recommend if you are a Sailor Moon fan to go to Toronto Sa- and live in Toronto area, go to the Toronto Sailor Moon Celebration. Uh, their website is sailormooncelebration.com. There's no news yet for 2018, but there probably won't be for a while. You can also follow them on Facebook. And for the upcoming event, since we're all promoting events to date... <laughs> Very Public Library Comic Con. Save the date, September 23rd. Shameless plugs. Yep. We well, have, uh, he was nominated for well. a, a, a Schuster yeah. too, yep. wasn't he? Jay we Torres. Have, yeah, Jay Torres will be there. We have artist uh, Sam Noir is coming to draw sketches for kids. We're going to have uh, the Drawing House, which is a local uh, berry business. Um, hopefully this podcast will be there doing a live podcast. So are we doing that then? That's confirmed. That I, I think there? so. Okay. I'm working. I have to double check, but okay. I think we're going to be there. Uh, Brent will be doing a talk and, um, I'm trying to get the, uh, some of the Canadian or Ontario Ghostbusters to show up. Cool. So yeah, come to the, to the Comic-Con September 23rd, if you're in the Barrie area. Okay, so I, I don't really have any big events to plug other than um, I will be doing panels at Fan Expo at the end big. of August, start of Woo. September. Um, well, it is, but I don't know what I'm doing yet because uh, panels <laughs> aren't finalized yet. So I will be hosting something. We'll, I'll try and post up what I'm going to be. So You do sketch tools quite often. Don't uh, you? I started to last year. Yeah, those are a lot of fun sketch tools. Um I've submitted the idea for a panel, but I don't know if it's going or not. So I'm not going to say anything about it. Um, I don't know when... I know when I'm recording, but I don't know when it will appear. Uh, Friends of our show that are a little bit on the quiet side, but they are. um, The Overrated Podcast, who they they are two guys, one of which I kind of know through friends. They do... um, They 
do reviews on movies they feel are overrated. Oh, fine. Yeah, and I am going to be a guest on that podcast. Ooh. Um, I, I have picked a movie. I'm not going to say what it is. Oh. Um, not oh, yet, on, anyways. Give our, give our listeners a sneak peek. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. That Ooh. much I will say. Um, but, yeah, so the, uh, check them out. They're on SoundCloud. Uh, they are, well, they're, they're a batch of numbers. So just look up Overrated Podcast on SoundCloud. Um, beyond that, uh, my I got two book picks. One is Ahsoka, the Star Wars novel for young adults. I picked it up the other week. I'm almost done it. Uh, it's a quick read because it's a young adult book. Really good. Fills in the gaps of what Ahsoka's been up to since she... Uh, quit the Jedi Order and then before Rebels. It's and, a signed copy, too. And it's a signed copy, too, because mm. chapters had signed copies. It's by E.K. Johnson, who is actually out of Stratford. Oh, cool. Yeah, so there's that. And um, out tomorrow, uh, a guy whose artwork I just love, so I have to mention this. It's a book called Lead Poisoning, The Pencil Art of Jeff Darrow. Jeff is... Oh. Uh, Worked on Hard Boiled with Frank Miller yeah. and Rusty and the Big Guy with Frank Miller. Uh, beyond that, he's done a lot of design work for the Wachowski brothers on The Matrix and on Jupiter Sending, which is a terrible movie, but his stuff in it was kind of cool looking. So it's just an a art book of all his really detailed pencil art, and it, mm-hmm. I can't wait to have it in my hands tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so... I keep yeah, forgetting the, tomorrow's uh, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, by the time this episode's out, you'll be you'll be able to get it. So, can I do one more shameless plug? All right, do one more so, shameless plug, and then we're um, wrapping things up. I am in an improv troupe. We, if you are listening to this show before August the eighteenth of twenty seventeen, uh, that will be the date of our next performance, which is in Aurelia. We're called the Old Dance Hall Players, eight p.m. at the Geneva Events Center. Uh, I can't guarantee there will be nerd themes to some of the sketches, but it is quite likely because it quite often happens. So, um, yeah, uh, if you like um, nerd improv comedy, uh, we do short form uh, whose line is it anyway type stuff. Uh, Come see me in my troop. Uh, Tickets only $15 and message me through the Facebook page and we can hook you up. What was the date again? Friday, August the 18th. Might be around for that. I'm not sure. Excellent. Well, it's we, summer. We, we occasionally we occasionally show up at these two to, to support our friend Kevin. Yes, the last one was quite entertaining. And people recognize Brent by his voice. Uh, yes, that was uh, there funny. Was a, list, a podcast listener there. That was fun. It was Jen, right? It was Jen. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. She'll love that we're calling her out. Hi, Jen. <laughs> so that's it for this episode. Um, I think we're going to be kind of done with the the special movie event episodes. In, There's not for much a little more while. until Thor. Probably Thor will be the next one. Um, who knows if there is enough news out of San Diego and D twenty three that might call for uh, uh-huh. an extra episode. But uh, we'll wait, looks like you have well. The other thing I was thinking that we should do a special episode on uh, is Star Trek Discovery. So that's in September. So we're looking at a couple months. Yeah. The Star Trek Discovery premiere is September twenty fourth. We could watch it and then podcast about it right but now, we so. we will have and we can actually do that because ryan has cable Woo-hoo! and i now have a portable recording system that i Woo-hoo! can take to ryan's easily Woo-hoo! so uh we might even be able to record while we're watching the show that 
I want to watch it though. I don't want to be talking during <laughs> okay, the show. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about this off the air. Yeah. No, argue on the air. <laughs> well, we can argue all you want. I don't yeah. care. I just, I'm sure you're know, listening to how we plan on what we're going to do in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves listening to the planning and the nitty gritty details <laughs> about how the podcast works. Behind the scenes. It's much more interesting than the actual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't listen to it. So. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so, um, but we are still going to provide regular episodes that they will be coming out every two weeks. There just might not be an extra one in there after the the Spider-Man one, so, which may have come. Unless you want to hear more, so let us know. If you demand (laughs) more episodes, we will make them. No, no, no. (laughs) Send us money so we can quit our job so we can make podcasts. If you would like to sponsor us. Uh, basically, oh, well, there's four of us, so send us approximately $400,000, <laughs> and I can guarantee you we can put out two episodes a week. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, <laughs> thank you for listening. This has been an episode of True North Nerds. For Jen, Ryan, and Kevin, I am Brent, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to sexy.